Happy 2021, everyone! Finally, we're into 2021. But also, is it 2021? Because it sure does feel like it's still 2020. (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that, but darn tootin' still does feel like 2020, am I right, partner? (laughs) Like, I don't... (laughs) 2021 is starting off weird, Maggie. Uh, Also, maybe just because January in general always feels like a weird month to me. Like, anyone else feel like that? Anyone? Raise your hand. I can't see you. I feel like I never really know exactly what day slash month slash year it is in January. Maybe that's a personal problem, like a like a memory thing, perhaps. I don't know. But it's just an odd month. I mean, it's like literally an odd month because it's like the first month. And like even months are just in like years. Even numbers are just generally better. I don't know. This is... <laughs> I'm just I'm just going off. But like, I, I don't know. To me, January has this kind of like creepy, like ominous tone to it. Uh, maybe because of the weather, but also just like, I mean, especially after a hot mess of a year like 2020, you kind of like tiptoeing into 2021, like, hey, like, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> That's like that line from Home Alone. Anyone? No? Okay whatever uh anyway you're tiptoeing into 2021 like what's gonna happen please be kind to me 2021 we had to go through 2020 and that was rough (laughs) oh man also complete side note i'm sitting on one of those chairs it's like not actually a chair it's kind of like a yoga ball but like not a ball kind of hard to describe but it's like really working my core right now and I feel like I have a 12 pack so that's a fun thing to enter 2021 with but anywho I digress as usual that hasn't changed happy 2021 folks happy new year happy new episode of the Maggie Pilliton podcast what up yay uh new year new me no not really well New year, new podcast episode. There we go. That's better. So hello again. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Today, I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, So today, you get another solo episode from me, if you haven't figured that out from the last like five minutes of me rambling. But so the last two episodes I had were with two fantastic guests. I feel very lucky that they both came on. The first one was my friend Gordon Bengal, who I've known my entire life, literally, we first thought we met in kindergarten, then we found out we actually were in a baby group together. And I still don't really know what that means. Like, what is a baby group? Like, did, did we just like, lie around and be babies together? I don't know. But anyway, we've, we've been together as friends for basically all 29 years of our lives. So and I think that's pretty rare and unique and special. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how it, that's how it feels to me. And I just, I appreciate Gordon so much for, I mean, even coming on the podcast and wanting to deal with me, but also just for his unconditional support and his kind of like down for anything attitude. Um, I just, he's one of those friends that I know I can always rely on him. And it was just really special having him on the podcast. Um, So I hope you all enjoyed that episode. And that was when we talked about math and education, mental health, 
obviously Mean Girls and uh, some other silly things, of course. And then after that episode, I had a former coworker on the pod, Shannon Brady, and she's literally like one of the coolest people I know. She's an artist. She's a teacher. She's a grad school student, um, a business owner. She's basically a social justice warrior for sure. And we talked about activism, teaching our students through activism, uh, us working together for four or five years. We said it in the podcast episode, and I like literally can't even remember. Oops. Uh, what else did we talk about? We talked about our experience with mental health, um, Shannon's baking secrets. I don't know. We talked about a lot of really, really awesome stuff. It's basically like an hour-long episode, so lots of content for you. But you definitely want to tune into that one if you haven't already, because Shannon's super inspiring and funny and just an incredible person, and I'm super honored to have worked with her and to call her my friend. So, oh, and then... One last announcement, or I guess whatever you want to call this, in the next couple episodes, probably, hopefully, fingers crossed, like I don't want to make any like serious promises, but hopefully, I'm going to release a couple more guest episodes, yay, and okay, I was just going to say who they're with, but I think I'm actually going to keep it a secret, or as baby Maggie would say, a sweep up. <laughs> it's such a fun word to say. Uh, okay quick side note again one of my closest friends and I use the word sweep up in like regular everyday conversations with other humans assuming they know what it means and then we get like a weird look back from them when we say it and we're like oh right you have no idea what that means got it <laughs> so anyway I'm keeping it a sweep up who will be coming on next but I will give you a hint fun fun the hint is that one person Wait, I don't know how to... Wait, what? Hold on, I, got, I confused myself. Okay, the hint is that this guest on the podcast has actually already been a guest on the Maggie Pilton podcast. So she will be... He, she, they... Ooh, that was kind of a hint, too. They will be the first repeat guest on the Maggie Pilton podcast. Dun, dun, dun! Also, I don't know if you heard that, but I just like shook the entire desk when I did that unintentionally. And I also don't even think that makes it that shouldn't make it sound scary because it's actually going to be really cool. So, and I also hope you're not sitting there listening to this being like, uh, I don't really want to hear someone I've already listened to. But trust me, my friend, this one is going to be worth listening to, and it's very entertaining. So, in summary, look out for some more guest episodes coming up. Yeah, and. Another sort of squeak up. I know I said that was the last announcement. This isn't really an announcement, but like I'm just I'm just word vomiting, I guess. So another sort of squeak up also is look out for some other potentially big announcements <laughs> coming out in the Maggie Pilliton universe in the next again, who knows, maybe month or so. We'll see. I mean, my schedule's gonna get very busy very soon, as I will discuss later. But anyway, if you're not on the Maggie Pilliton bandwagon now, also like not sure why you wouldn't be because like why else would you be listening to this podcast right now? But if you're not on the Maggie Pilliton bandwagon now, then get on it because we have very big, very exciting things coming in 2021 and you want to be on the bandwagon. So let's go. Okay, so to start the episode, finally, longest intro ever, Maggie, 
let's go back to the first thing I talked about, which was basically 45 minutes ago, which was 2021. So I have written before about how I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. Uh, I have an article on my website which is maggiepilliton.com, in case you didn't know that, which hopefully you do at this point, uh, where I go through basically the full rant on why I don't believe in them. So I'll spare you that for now, meaning you should just go look at the article on my website, maggiepilliton.com, go to the blog, search for New Year's resolutions, you'll find it. Anyway, the super short version of my rant is that I think that we should all have goals that we're trying to reach all the time and not just focus on goal setting like just at the beginning of a new year. That just seems kind of fake to me. And I also just think resolutions can be pretty meaningless or, well, superficial or just kind of empty, like diet goals or something like that. You know, like I I would just rather focus on living a happy, healthy lifestyle all year round and not just for January, the ominous month. And then run out of steam and fall back into bad habits like February 1st. So (laughs) uh, I feel like I could keep going. But in honor of what I said earlier, I'm going to stop myself. So you only get part of the rant. So congratulations. My mantra, I guess I'll say, for 2021 is no wasted time. Yep. I'll say it again in case you missed it. No wasted time, 2021. That's it. So why did I choose that? Well, basically, my answer is threefold. And by threefold, I mean there are probably like 87 points. Why? So not threefold. But again, I'll try to stop myself from going like full Maggie rant on you. So as we all probably experienced to some degree, time was really weird in 2020. Isn't that the understatement of the year? Uh, Well, I I mean, I guess it's only been like a week and a half of the year, so probably like will be a short-lived understatement of the year. But uh, in 2020, time was this weird continuum thing where things both went really quickly and at a snail's pace, basically at the same time for roughly 10 months. And also just saying that is kind of funny. Like I kind of hope some teenager in like 2060 listens back to this episode and is like how is that possible like what and oh by the way future teenager that is possible that was literally 2020 and might also be 2021 but anyway again i digress so i've talked about the same concept on this podcast so many times especially since i started the podcast at the beginning of the shelter in place whoa it was seems like a long time ago but The truth is, it's really hard for me to process or understand or even grieve or show like an ounce of gratitude for 2020 because I feel like I've basically no concept of time for those 10 months. And in addition to the time continuum, I had some really exciting, wonderful, memorable moments in 2020, kind of mostly in those like first two months before said time continuum began. But on the other hand, as we all know, I experienced also some of the lowest lows in my life in 2020. I will say, though, that the last couple months of 2020, for me, though, were... uh, (laughs) I, I don't even really know the right word to describe it. I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is powerful. So I'll just say that. I, I personally felt very empowered. I felt the power of the universe shift in my direction. And... I gained a sense of 
emotional and mental power that I was severely lacking for a lot of 2020. Um, so, I mean, I guess there are several reasons for that. The first one that I'll say is that I got into a new relationship, which is something that I have not really talked about on uh, really anything, <laughs> my social media, my website, the podcast. So breaking news, Maggie's in a new relationship. <laughs> um so, I mean, I don't I don't really want to get fully into the nasty details, but my breakup last year felt really, really painful and gut-wrenching at times. I mean, I think we've all probably experienced some form of heartbreak and know that it's one of the worst pains you can experience. And I feel like I don't even really have the right words to explain it now, uh, certainly on this platform, but also just in my daily life and even like with my inner circle. So I guess I'll just say that after... After months of grieving and processing and letting go and healing and being comforted by loved ones and a lot, a lot, a lot of self-reflecting. Um, oh, and as I call it, therapizing. <laughs> That's not actually a word. I just call it that. Um, I slowly started to feel like myself again, but it definitely took a lot longer than I thought. And when facing that, when in a place of serious depression, it felt even harder to come out of that place. But it did eventually happen. I did slowly start to feel like myself again. So when I started talking to and dating my now girlfriend, I felt really challenged emotionally and mentally again, like in a really exciting way. I I felt my confidence immediately like consume and fill my entire body like it had never really left actually in kind of this odd way it was kind of there um but it just hadn't been dug up in a while and or it had kind of been forgotten about or something like that but it just it consumed me it did and again a very exciting way I regained a sense of control over my own life that I felt like I had lost I I regained the calm and the peace that I was searching for and that I was longing for that I that I typically search for when I am feeling really anxious or struggling with my mental health in some way Um, and so then with all of that being said I just felt really like kind of reinvigorated by this new kind of love and romance Um, and then in addition to that I decided to apply to grad school which is also something that I haven't talked about I don't think at all on social media or the podcast or my website yet. So again, breaking news. Woohoo! 2021. <laughs> so what led me to that decision was I I was searching for more in my career and I was searching for something new, something possibly to add to my plate or, you know, however that would look and I wanted something exciting and something that I felt passionate about and I had no idea what that was going to be. I wasn't like maybe I'll apply to grad school and like look around. I had literally no idea. I just knew I wanted something different something more in my career that's it and that's I found all of that stuff in this program that I applied to so it it took very little research to know that this was the only program that I was going to apply to it felt like it had been made for me like literally I was reading it and was like do they know me (laughs) uh it was that perfect so after briefly thinking I'd apply for fall 2021 I actually realized that the spring 2021 deadline was about a week away. So 
instead of falling into kind of the typical overthinking pit of Virgo-ness, <laughs> hopefully that makes sense, right? I'm, I'm sure Virgos are like, yep. Anyway, instead of falling into that pit, I decided just to do it, just to apply. And if I didn't get in, then I'd apply again for fall. Or if it started to feel like too much, I'd just stop applying. Like, you know, whatever, not a big deal. But you know what, friends? That never happened. Those moments and those fears, I guess, never entered my mind. So the more that I uh, acquired and organized the necessary materials and contacted folks about recommendation letters and started writing my statement of purpose, it just felt more and more right. It was that same like reinvigorated feeling. And it felt more and more exciting. And so I wanted to keep chasing that feeling. And so I pulled my entire application together in less than a week and submitted it probably without even fully realizing what I had just accomplished and accomplished in such a small amount of time. But I did it. And a few weeks later, I found out I got in. Ah, so cool. Uh, I also found out simultaneously that it's one of the most competitive programs in like the entire university system and was like, oh, <laughs> that's good to know. I applied in less than a week. <laughs> so that was kind of exciting. Oh, wow. I just got like a wave of emotion. I don't know if y'all heard that in my throat, but it was like, a <laughs> like I was getting emotional. Anyway. Whew, okay. So grad school. <laughs> Um, just, just like researching and applying for the program alone made me feel more intellectually stimulated than I have in like maybe over a year. Like that was part of that excitement for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so reinvigorated intellectually. Like I didn't expect that. And like, that's something that I felt like I wanted, but didn't know what it was. And then, and then of course, finding out that I got in, I, I don't know if I've like ever felt that strong of a sense of fulfillment. I mean, I, I have, but like that one was, that one was stronger than I even expected. And that was another reason where I was just like, I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I want. This is what I want to chase. So it was, it was one of those, you're, you're doing exactly what you're meant to be doing moments. And I don't know about you all, but those don't come around often. And it certainly reminded me that everything happens for a reason. And that statement applies to everything in 2020 for me too. Like even, even the bad stuff, even though that's really hard to hear and digest. And again, I feel like I can't even really fully process that right now. Uh, But everything that happened in 2020 happened for a reason. And everything that happened has led me to the point that I'm at right now in January, 2021. And even though we know, unfortunately that 2021 will probably look very similar to 2020, at least in terms of COVID, Despite that, I know I can get through it and I know I'm setting myself up for the future that I want and the future that I built on my own and that I am building. It it took all of those hours in therapy and all of those days of crying and not being able to get out of the bed or like literally take a shower. Um, and it like it took those several pints of ice cream that I ate and like whatever else I, I did or needed to put me in a position that I could have the autonomy and the agency to envision the future that I want and create that vision for myself. So I talk about this in another article too, but 2020 has also taught me that I'm a lot more resilient than I think I am. I've been called strong before in my life and 
like I'm, I'm thankful that people think of me as that. Like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but strength to me has kind of a similar like toxic feel that positivity can have. It fails to acknowledge that it's okay to feel like you are not strong at times. Like being able to admit that alone is what makes you quote unquote strong. Being open and vulnerable and willing to share your story to help others, that makes you quote unquote strong. And what makes you resilient is knowing that whatever tough times lie ahead, you will get through it and you are capable of bouncing back or you're capable of recovering quickly. You, It's telling yourself you have immense inner strength and you are tenacious and you will get through this. And I had to tell myself that I will get through this, even if I didn't believe it at the time. And that's the attitude that I'm going to carry with me into 2021. But <laughs> going back to like 27 minutes ago, uh, what does that all have to do with my mantra that I mentioned, <laughs> which you've probably already forgotten by now since it's been 27 minutes approximately. But uh, as a reminder, my 2021 mantra is no wasted time. So that can mean different things to different people, obviously. For me, I view it as like a mindset for literally every aspect of my life. I choose in 2021 to not waste my time with anything that does not serve me. And I will not compromise on anything that compromises my mental health. So for example, is there a happy hour that I don't really want to go to? Then I'm simply and respectfully just going to say no. No wasted time. I won't say that to them, but I'll say that to myself to clear that up. (laughs) Uh, Or am I worried about various societal norms or stereotypes or unwritten rules that have to be followed about relationships? So like if, you know, if they're moving too fast or if it's too soon after a breakup or like whatever other nonsense that relates to that. Nope. No wasted time on that. Or am I too old to go to grad school now? Like, is it worth the money I'm spending? And like, will I be able to succeed as a student again? No waste of time worrying about that. Or even just very simple. Like, I kind of just want to watch One Tree Hill instead of writing an article today. I'm exhausted and my brain is fried. And I think that's what's going to feel good for me. Should I feel bad about that? No wasted time on thinking that either. I will not waste the last year of my 20s. (laughs) I will not waste time thinking about what others think about my life choices because it is my life. (laughs) I will not waste any more time not chasing my dreams, not chasing more joy, and not chasing love. And if I'm feeling down or feel more waves of depression again and I need to slow down and take care of myself, I will not waste time pushing through and I will not make any excuses to myself or to anyone else. And I have every right to do that and to take care of myself. Also, I will not waste my time telling myself that I can't accomplish great things or that I'm stuck in a rut or a bout of depression forever, or that I can't do a full-time job, a relationship, and grad school all at the same time, because I know I can, and I know I'm resilient, 
and I will not waste time in 2021 telling myself those lies. So one thing that 2020 has really taught me is that time is really valuable. Um, I went through so much in 2020 to get to where I am now. It, there goes the emotions again. <laughs> and to see the future that I have built and that I and the future that I want, that makes me want to not take things for granted even more. I, I really want to cherish the time I have with my family and my friends and my girlfriend and even even like the kids I work with, I, with everyone. I want to take mental snapshots of it all and just lock it away in my brain and in my heart forever. This time that we live in right now and the beginning of 2021, like it, it's still really weird like time is really freaking weird still like thanks a lot COVID but I never want to forget it and I never want to wish it away or waste it away like I did sometimes in 2020 I will fully admit that I definitely wasted some of it away in 2020 and definitely took certain things for granted and I just wanted to be done with the year and done with the pain and the stress and the uncertainty but whatever events or emotions come up in 2021, even if it is more stress, I will two things. One, I know I'm resilient. And two, I want to live in the moment. And I have put in so much effort into practicing sitting in discomfort and learning from it. Not just sitting in it forever, but being proactive and learning from it and applying to future situations. And I've practiced being present and fully enjoying and soaking in that joy that I feel in the happy moments. Time is valuable and I will not waste any time in 2021. So I hope that painted a pretty good picture for you on what my mantra means and why I chose it for this year. Um, but having said all that, I'd love to know what does no wasted time mean for you? Like I said that I want to apply it to every aspect of my life. Like it's a mindset for me, but for you, how would you not waste time in 2021? What does that look like for you? And if that doesn't really apply to you, if that's not really your thing, that's fine. What mantras then are you going to adopt for 2021 since you're better than a resolution? You can come up with a mantra just like no wasted time. <laughs> that reminds me actually that my sister told me the other day that she's been telling people about no wasted time and claiming it has her own, <laughs> which at first I was like, rude, that's my mantra. <laughs> but I guess since I'm 29 and not eight, I won't throw a hissy fit and will allow her and whoever else wants to use it and is listening right now to use my mantra if you'd like. I'll just throw away the copyright or trademark or whatever paperwork I have and just share it with you. <sighs> no, I'm just, just kidding. Just kidding. But to sum up, I hope you all go into the rest of this year with some kind of goal or mantra you can tell yourself and hold yourself accountable to it. Measure your progress or how you've lived out that mantra and ask yourself, what change do I want to see in my life and go out and create that change? As Nike would say, just do it. <laughs> just do something. 
And lastly, just take the time for yourself and work on yourself. And remember, don't waste any time. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Mic drop. Although I don't actually want to drop the mic. So like, let's just do like a symbolic mic drop. Boom. Okay. Uh, so to wrap up this episode, I'm going to answer a Yo Mags question. It's been a while, I feel like, since I said that. Uh, I feel like I'm a little rusty. So let's do it again. Yo Mags! <laughs> I started laughing at it, but I think that actually was pretty good. And hopefully I didn't break my microphone or your eardrums in doing that. <laughs> so sorry if that's the case. Okay, uh, so here's the question. Yo Mags! This question is actually from one of my Twitter followers who actually happens to be a guy that I used to coach with. So that's kind of a fun little trip down memory lane. Hey, Rob. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if you want to follow him, at Rob Bard 10, R-O-B-B-A-R-D-E 10. He's an awesome basketball coach. Great person. Go follow him. (laughs) Anyway, um, so Rob submitted this question on Twitter, and it's kind of a joke, but I actually kind of loved it, so I'm including it. So it's, how about a Warriors slash mental health hybrid question? How do you handle the likely ups and downs of this Warriors season in an already challenging time for mental health? Again, meant to be a joke, but like kind of real and kind of very applicable right now. So that's a great question, Rob. Since it's a joke, I'm not going to like give you some super long answer, but I will say that the Warriors for me are like definitely like an escape. Like basketball, I I think Rob would agree with this too. Basketball is a very big passion of mine and it's something that obviously keeps me like physically active but it also really helps my mental state and emotional state and whatever so I try to just soak in as much basketball as I can and have been a Warriors fan a long time probably since I was I think like 10 ish it's when I started playing basketball and Warriors games seriously have like always felt like an escape for me I can just turn on a game and like completely be present and focus on that and it helps during crazy mental health times. So like during the shelter in place when there was no basketball, that was really hard because <laughs> it is kind of like a self-care coping mechanism tool thing, at least for me. I don't know if that sounds healthy, but, um, but yes, this warrior season definitely looks a lot different than warriors fans are used to. We had the dynasty run and this phase kind of reminds me of the phase the Giants are in slash were in for the last few years of the like, oh, it's not a rebuild. Like, we're still contenders. Obviously, this season would look very different if Clay hadn't torn his Achilles, which, oh my gosh, I just feel so bad for that man after tearing his ACL and working so hard and then having another devastating injury. It's just not fair. But we miss you, Clay, and we hope you feel better soon. Hope your rehab goes well and Hope to see you back out in the court next season. Anyway, I'm just I'm rambling, even though I said I wouldn't. But uh, obviously, this season would have looked a lot differently, a lot a lot different if uh, Clay had been healthy. But alas, that's not the case. We have Kelly Oubre Jr. filling in as the starting shooting guard. Obviously, in a huge shooting slump right now. Little awkward. Um, He's a great wing defender, though, and I do think that he could get better and benefit in a system like the Warriors with their culture and given his temper problems. But yeah, so they're they're still molding, you know. Like Steph barely played last season. They haven't played in nine months because they weren't in the bubble. Andrew Wiggins is still really new. Draymond was off and on injured. He's back. James Wiseman's obviously new. The whole bench is basically new. But there are some 
positive signs coming about. The bench is really starting to mold. Damian Lee is killing it, shooting from like 50% or something crazy from threes. Uh, from threes? From three. Wow. Bazemore is providing all kinds of energy, that spark, occasionally some offense, but mostly that stellar defense. Brad Wanamaker, solid backup, just really gets in on defense too. He's tough. He brings some toughness that the Warriors need. You know, obviously Looney's back. He's solid defensively and in many other ways. Anyway, so we have we have this base. We have this pretty good bench that's better than last year's. Our starters are really not that terrible. <laughs> that's a ringing endorsement. But like we just haven't had a lot of time together. We haven't had time to build that chemistry, training camp a short, all that stuff. So there's definitely going to be some ups and downs this season. But I do think they are building on something right now, or at least from when I'm recording this podcast. And there have been some bright spots. And there's definitely still going to be some really hard moments to watch, you know, when the team is mightily struggling with defense that oh it's just painful to watch but there's definitely some hope in the future and maybe that sort of applies to 2021 i don't know maybe you know maybe it's like a reflective thing of like oh i can escape and watch the warriors oh there's hope there maybe there's hope in the world i don't know maybe that's just maybe that sounds naive and stupid but um yes the warriors are a great coping tool and uh even though they might annoy me at times, and even though sometimes it's hard to watch some of the games, it's definitely something that brings a little brightness into my life. And, uh, you know, given the state of the world right now, we could all take a little brightness here and there. You know what I mean? So thanks again, Rob, for submitting the question. And uh, I love the kind of joke question, but that was a fun one to answer. So thanks again. And thank you to everyone else for listening. If you've made it through the like 34 minutes or whatever of this podcast, then hats off to you. (laughs) Like seriously, round of applause. But thank you all again for listening. It does really mean so much to me when you all listen. Um, If you don't already, please follow me on social media at Maggie Pilliton on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Be on the lookout for those upcoming podcast episodes I mentioned to you. If you have any questions you want to submit for Yo Mags, you can submit them on social media. You can text me, (laughs) haul at me, whatever you want to do. But yeah, really excited to see what we can do with the podcast in 2021. So thank you all for the support. Hope you stick around and happy new year. Let me know how your 2021's going. I'll see you later. Bye.